This episode and the Spring 2021 Bronco Startup Challenge is brought to you by our sponsors. AT&T, more for your thing, that's our thing. As well as City National Bank, we make it our business to be personal. Now, on to the episode. Hello everybody and welcome to our fifth episode on the Spotlight series with all the BSC Spring 2021 finalists. And this time I'm here with Jonas from Glacier. I'm going to just start by letting Jonas say hello. Hey guys, uh, I'm Jonas. How's it going? <laughs> so Jonas, uh, I mean, can you just quickly describe you know, who you are, what do you do, and all that good stuff? Yeah, so um, I'm Jonas. Um, I uh, was a CPP alumni from May of 2020, uh, graduated with a major in business um, with an emphasis in uh, entrepreneurship. Um, currently the CEO and founder of Glacier. And um, outside of that, I work as a commercial real estate agent and then a client service associate at a wealth management firm. Okay, so let, let's let's go like this. Um, I mean, of all the teams and all the finalists, you actually have one of the larger and one of the more expansive teams, just in terms of member count. So since they're mm-hmm. not all here, and it would have been a, it would have been quite a show if everybody was here, can you just quickly yeah. describe everybody and what do they do and who does what and all that stuff? Yeah, so we we have a pretty big team. Uh, we've been going at it since uh, yesterday was actually our one year anniversary. Um, so, uh, the first person that I'd like to mention is Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan is also a graduate from CPP. He graduated a year before I did, uh, went as a CIS major. And then, uh, he's currently a product manager at Visa. That's his full-time job. And then, uh, Zipcray is his side project on the side, or, uh, Glacier is his side project on the side. And then, um, Jacob is a, a CS major. He's, uh, currently at CPP still. Um, he's a senior. And, uh, we have Darwin. Uh, Darwin was a physics, uh, graduate from Cal Poly. Um, two years ago, I believe, and um, he's currently working as a data scientist at Curative. Um, and then we have um, Maureen. Um, she's joined our team a little bit later, but she's our graphic designer. And then we have Selena, which is also a student at Cal Poly who's doing some software engineering for us and is also a CS major. All right. So one of the reasons why he, Jonas just tripped over his words is because he just recently converted uh, the name Zipcrate to his newly his newly minted name Glacier, right? Yeah, yeah. So we uh, we had a little bit of a hiccup with our name. So we started out as uh, Zipcrate. We wanted it to be you know quick commercial real estate, and uh, we went through the whole trademarking process, and we went through the uh, you know with our journey and everything, and we submitted the application, and then it ended up getting denied to our surprise. Um, just very recently, so yeah, I apologize if I uh, flip up and say zip cray here and there, but uh, we've resettled on a name that we really like, and we like the flow of it, and we're calling ourselves Glacier. So, so I mean, I like to imagine that names have powers, right? So what do you think is the mm-hmm. the significance behind the name Glacier? I, I like the word Glacier because, for one, it's smooth, it's very sleek, um, rolls right off the tongue, and then I, I like the, the edginess of uh, Glacier, kind of like this competitive edge um you know and there's you know kind of like an iceberg too where it's like you have this big or this little small part on the top but what you see at the bottom and what we're doing on the back end of things is like where all the magic happens um so trying to encompass all of that inside of our name that's kind of where it really comes from and um it it sounds techie it sounds modern and we, we like to feel that Right, that's great. Now, I mean, we've been talking a lot about uh, about the word glacier, but how about we just go ahead and describe, you know, what exactly do you do? What is what is the project itself? 
Yeah, so um, we're a commercial real estate, uh, currently a data exchange and aggregator. Um, so essentially the process is that we take data from uh, commercial real estate transactions um, and that data can basically be like sales transactions or lease, lease data, um, pulling financial information, uh, property information and all that kind of stuff. We pull it together and we put it onto our site and we list it for agents to basically purchase that data on a free market exchange and give them access to that data so that they can uh, value properties within commercial real estate based off of a price per square foot or investment value. Um, and essentially what that does is it helps people um, understand what their properties are worth um, so that they have a good price that they can target to sell. And that helps them you know, uh, sell property a little bit easier if the price is on point and we're providing the data for that so that people can do that. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the, the gist of our product um, and what, how it functions. So can I just ask you, you know, you're a real estate agent or you've been working as a real estate agent for a while now, but is there a reason why you decided on starting up this project? Was there a lack of, of tools available? Yeah, so um, the, the inception of our company is kind of an interesting story. Um, so it, it started out as uh, me, Jonathan, and Jacob were part of this NASA CPP business startup program. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. Um, but yeah, we, um, we were in that program together and we were always pitching, you know, startup ideas at each other. We had this side little group chat and, uh, one day I was doing my work and, uh, I was looking at this graph and it was, uh, it's called like a best businesses report for a city. And it was looking at, um, you know, what are the best businesses that can go in a specific city? And then what are the worst businesses to be in a city? And I was looking at it and I was like, there's an opportunity here to look at this data and basically look at where the the best places to be and the worst places to be and then look at the businesses that exist and then match businesses to where there's actually a desire and demand for where they should be versus where they're currently at and that was kind of the the initial start of our company and it kind of just kept growing from there because the the issue that we ended up having at the beginning was how are we going to source this data how are we going to aggregate it and we started with going with a listing platform, something similar to Zillow, um, but for commercial real estate. And there's a, a few platforms that exist out there today that do listing platforms. So the competition was really high, but we were noticing that there was a lot of inefficiencies that exist within that space. Um, and, you know, whether it be like the, the photo display or uh, up-to-date information or just even accessing that information, it was so difficult and as an agent myself, I understand that, you know, th these things are huge problems within the industry because people don't have access to the data and the tools that they need to perform their job at a very efficient um, pace, um, as well as there was so many cost barriers to entry. Um, the, the main monopoly that functions within the space, um, they charge um, upwards of about 400 to $800 a month to use their software. And for somebody just getting started out, that's extremely difficult for them to access that type of information. So there's kind of a lock on what people are able to access the data. Um, and, you know, when you commit to, to actually subscribing to that company, they lock you into a year-long contract, um, you know, and it's like, it, what if I'm not committed to that? And it's something that I need to learn a little bit more. Um, so the problems that we really started trying to address were, well, how do we get people in? How do we reduce those barriers to entry uh, that people, you know, can't get in? So we, we developed a, a different type of payment system that is what our comp exchange um, platform turned into today is that you can purchase comps on a per, you know, per report basis. And the reason why we do that is because at that point, you no longer have to sign up for a contract. 
um, for a year long, you know, whenever you need it, it's there for you. And if you want to, you know, have a cheaper alternative with us, we do offer a subscription plan. And that way you can function, you know, once you're more dedicated to being a commercial real estate agent, you're more in the flow of things. Now you have access to, you know, a, a premium product, just like, you know, what the competition offers in the subscription model at a lower price. And if you're not there yet, then, you you know, we give you that alternative to, to then have the lower pricing as a per transaction basis. Um, on top of that, we've, we've really focused on the product itself and user testing. Um, you know, we really look at product feedback and what people are saying to us. Um, we, every time we build a product, we're always testing it and getting, you know, feedback on what people want and how we can change our product so that it can be the best that it can possibly be. Um, so that we basically bring commercial real estate software tools out of the early 2000s and bring them into 2021 because, you know, the way that technology is advanced, the commercial real estate software space is so far behind in terms of efficiency and tools. Um, so we really put an emphasis on, you know, what we offer people so that we can have, you know, the most up-to-date tools and the most access possible. And that's really what our product is, you know, put together. All right. So I, I would like a little, there's two little elements, elements that I want to have a little bit of clarification. So first of all, is your software limited to only real estate agents? So can your everyday person, like let's say me, uh, if I want to learn a little more, do I have access to that? Um, so as of right now, um, the way that the platform is functioning is that um, it is only exclusive to agents. And the reason being is because the data that we use to value properties um, really isn't valuable to the average uh, person that's just a property building owner. Um, most people are represented by agents within this space. Um, but what we do plan to do is expand this out to the general consumer and eventually build out a listing platform similar to something like Zillow for commercial real estate. It's already in the works. It's already in the background. Um, it's kind of a matter of putting it out at the right time in the right place once the, the amount of users is on there. Um, and building something that people can access and look at property and do valuations and um, really create a community around real uh, com commercial real estate. Um, we do envision um, kind of like an ecosystem of tools, um, somewhat similar to like Apple, how they have the iPhone and the, you know, the iPad and the laptops, all of that stuff, they work together in conjunction with one another. And for us, the comp exchange platform is just the start of what this ecosystem can become. And bringing in the consumer is definitely a high value thing to us. And we're going to be doing that within the coming months. And another thing would be, I think you've been specifying commercial real estate. So it's obviously, you know, these businesses, these large, maybe sometimes factories that people are trying to move around. Uh, how about conversely, are you guys looking into residential or is that not on the table right now? Um, we didn't start in residential because for one, uh, the residential space is extremely saturated. Um, you know, you're looking at like companies like Zillow and Redfin and apartmentlist.com. I mean, the list goes on and on for residential. Um, so trying to find our footing in an industry that, you know, there's already a bunch of people trying to clamor for space. Um, we found that that type of entry would have just been too difficult and we would have been squashed very quickly. Um, within commercial real estate, we do have an opportunity because the, the majority of the space is occupied by a monopoly and you can kind of go under the radar for a little bit until your product gets launched and gets traction. Um, and, at, and at that point, you know, eventually you'll start competing like just anybody else in any other, you know, competitive space. Um, but we found our niche here um, and the fact that the technology is so out of date and it's so locked up, there's just huge opportunity. 
Um, but to go back to your question on, you know, do we ever plan to go into residential? Um, the answer is most likely yes. Um, our model does apply to the residential space. Um, and there is data that is locked up in other spaces within residential that we would really love to open up. Um, but in terms of, you know, getting there immediately, it's just not within our, you know, current roadmap. Um, but our future plans and building that ecosystem out, you know, we do eventually plan to get into residential. All right. So you've you've used the word roadmap. So let's let's talk about that. So at least for you at the current point that you're at, what do you think is your most immediate need? Our most immediate need is uh, getting data suppliers. Um, so right now, um, we've basically onboarded two brokerages so far. Um, so basically pulling their transactional data, property information of all of the, the closings that they've had. Um, and we're really trying to concentrate that data so that we have something that we can pitch to um, agents so that they can start using to do their comparables. Um, you need a high concentration of data in a specific area in order for comparing data um, to actually work. Um, so we need a, a cluster of different brokerages or other data providers, which we've explored escrow and appraisers and property management companies as well, um, in order to do our data supply. And essentially, as long as we can, uh, you know, get the data on there, the people are going to come, you know. So it's really just a matter of, how many people can we onboard and how quickly can we do that? And, you know, really preaching the values of our company on their end of things so that they'll come on board. Okay. Now, the thing with roadmaps is that hypothetically there should be something at the end. So at least for you, what do you think is the long-term goal? So what is, what is, the, what is the golden pot at the end of the rainbow for you? Yeah, so the uh, I guess the, the vision of what Glacier is to become is a one-stop shop for commercial real estate. Um, you know, there's basically within the space, there's so many different tools that exist. You're looking at, you know, the comparable systems, the listing platforms, analytics, uh, you know, CRMs. You have lead generation, research, news, education. I want all of that. And we want all of that to be part of our ecosystem. And there's a way that everything can flow together. And we have the whole roadmap visioned out about how this data piece and how this product links to one another. Um, and, you know, it's it's this whole web of different tools that can come together as a full software suite, just like an Adobe Creative Cloud um, that work together in harmony and they, they have integrations with one another so that, you know, it's just very difficult to leave that space because of, you know, how well integrated that the product is. And that's what we really envision is a, a place where a commercial real estate agent or somebody that's looking for property or any affiliate of commercial real estate, whether that be an escrow person or a title person, an appraiser, uh, you know, banking, all of that stuff can exist on our platform. Um, and they have the tools and everything and access to, to get the information and data that they need. So, all right, let's, let's go a little more personal. So, uh, you were also a participant of the Fast Pitch. So a Fast Pitch for everybody who wasn't there was a minor event that we held uh, at the very ends of the pandemic when everything had to be scaled down. And although you did end up being a finalist, you didn't end up winning, sadly. So at least for you, what do you think went wrong? What were your strengths? What were your weaknesses? And how do you think you've improved since then? Yeah, so um, we did reach out after the fast pitch um, to the judges themselves and to a couple of the other panelists and members. Um, and we really wanted to get that feedback about, you know, what could we have done better? And what it really came down to was, um, you know, how do we, we sell ourselves 
um, to an investor or somebody that's looking at us and, you know, tell them that this is the position that we're taking in order to compete with um, the monopoly that exists with our industry. Because I did mention it that there is a monopoly and there's a reason why that they're a monopoly and there's a reason why that there's been a lot of competition that's tried to go up against them and um, they haven't succeeded. And from the feedback that we got from the judges is, you know, what makes you guys different? And I think within our pitch, we were really focused on, you know, we have these really cool tools and we do this user testing stuff, but like, what's the the positioning that you're going to take to actually get past this competitor because nobody's been able to do it so far. And what we really want to do and nail in this, you know, Bronco startup challenge is that we do have the answers to those questions and that we're going to be able to, you know, be able to get over that hump of the competitor and we're going to draw that out. Um, and we believe that that was the key to, to winning the competition um, because from the feedback that we got, you know, the, the model and, you know, everything that we have is great. Um, but showing that it can actually prove as a viable business is something that we really needed to prove. And, you know, we come in ready to do that this time. All right. So moving on to the Bronco Startup Challenge. So what we're doing right now, uh, we're trying to offer resources in terms of workshops and mentors. Have you used some of these? Have them have, have they been helpful to you as in helping formulate a winning strategy? Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, you know, the workshops and the mentors have been extremely helpful. Um, we've been reached out to by a couple of mentors, um, especially Dan Bejmuk, um, who's our, our main mentor. He's been really great for us. Um, he's let us leverage his network. Um, anybody who he's been in contact with in commercial real estate, he's allowed us access to them so that we could talk to them about our product. Um, he's kept everything really safe and given us people that he trusts. Um, he's also given us a lot of, you know, business advice and strategy and, you know, talking us through some of the, the, the hiccups that you'll have as a startup, you know, the, the personal level things that you don't think about, you know, about how the dynamic of your team, you know, affects the, the actual outcomes of your business and um, things like that where you're, you're not thinking about that all the time because you're so product focused and you kind of forget about the, the, the dynamics that exist with outside of the product. And he's really trying to make us think about those things before the, they happen. Um, and I really like that you know, that relationships that we've developed with him. And I think that it's something that's going to be able, able to carry on uh, post the, the competition and something that I really appreciate that happened, um, you know, that, that came out of, you know, the resources that we got from the BSC. So as far as post the competition, at least for you, what do you hope to gain from, from all this experience? Um, the first is, um, you know, the, the validation that our idea is good. Um, we really, you know, the product has been in touch with a lot of people within industry. Um, but something that we, we really want to see is how do we get somebody that is not part of our space to fully understand um, what our product is, what the vision is and how we're going to accomplish what we want to do. Um, and I think that this gives us a chance to really test out, you know, some of our ideas and figure out what is the best approach to, you know, getting investment within this company. Um, and we also really are, are looking forward to, you know, if we win, um, we want to get that publication out there that, yes, we have a valid idea. We're ready to go. Like, this is our product. Um, let's start getting users on here immediately. And um, I think just leveraging the alumni network and being able to say, like, hey, like, you know, we're, we're Cal Poly grads. Like, if anybody here is in commercial real estate, like, please reach out please reach out to us and we can, you know, get you started and onboarded and teach you about this product and, you know, we can grow together. I mean, that's, that's really what we're all about from this, this competition. All right. 
So I, it's always weird to end on a more sour note, but let's talk about the pandemic. So, I, yeah. Converse, contrary to con, uh, to what I initially thought would happen over the pandemic is that um, you know real estate has not really floundered. It's actually somewhat flourished. But in terms for you, uh, how has the pandemic affected you? You know, has has it shown stuff that you never thought possible? Has it given you more time? Has it actually uh, made you scale back? Or how how is it good or is it bad? How about for you? Um, I mean, just like with anything with this pandemic, there's always positive and negatives. Um, but I'm going to say that my take from it was it's extremely positive. Um, you know, pre the pandemic, um, there was always this notion that we wanted to do a startup and the group of people that we had um, was always really looking forward to doing something together. But it always came down to time. And, you know, when you're when you have the opportunity to like, oh, let's just go out and go grab a drink or let's you know, just hang out and talk about things, no, no action will actually get done. And, you know, we're going into at least my last semester at Cal Poly, and it was just like, um, there was nothing to do beyond, you know, going to my online class. And, you know, I was just like, guys, let's, let's work on this. So it just became like a Zoom session every night, and we would talk about the idea. And eventually, it just kind of started piecing together because we had the time. Um, and at this point now, like, yes, things are starting to open up and you can go and hang out with people again a little bit more. Um, but the difference is that we're so invested within this product now. And I don't think it would have ever necessarily happened if we didn't have that time that we put in initially. And just the hours and hours and, you know, time and money and research and code that they've put in, it's just, it's too much to give up at this point. Um, so I would say that the, the pandemic was a blessing in disguise. Um, in terms of the, uh, the negative stuff that kind of came of it, it's the hardest part is not being able to see your teammates. Um, you know, like we, we basically used to hang out on a daily basis. You know, it was just like, let's go into the room and let's work together. And that opportunity is not there. And there's, there's something to say about, you know, just being in person with people and getting excited about something versus doing it over zoom. Um, you know, having a celebratory drink or having a getaway weekend to, to just work together, um, that kind of stuff gets lost in the mix. And, you know, that's what we're really, really excited about, you know, as we eventually can try to come out of this pandemic is that when we all finally get to see each other as a group together, you know, again, like we get to celebrate the accomplishments and all of the things that we've, we've gotten through through this past year. Um, and we're really, really excited about that. All right. Well, I've hit everything that I wanted to ask. So at this point, I really just want to give you the chance, give you the floor, you know, tell the people what your thing, what your mission statement is, maybe your motto, uh, how they could reach you even. And uh, we'll just go from there. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, like I've said in this, this podcast is that our, our main mission is to create a central place for commercial real estate. We really want to break down those barriers to entry and give people access to the data that they deserve to have within this industry. Um, you know, I, I don't want to build a product that is very, you know, business centric. I want something that's for the people. And, you know, that's really what we're out there to do um, to, to make everybody happy within this industry, but still make the money that everybody deserves. Um, and then in terms of reaching out to us, you know, we do have a, a general information uh, inquiry email. Um, it's info at glacier.com. And anybody that is looking to join on the platform, uh, feel free to reach out on there. 
Um, agents themselves can just go on and register on the site. Um, we have a, a very built-out registration uh, and verification system that just requires your license number to join, and then we can verify you from there, and you're automatically able to start purchasing comps. Um, if you're a brokerage, um, we're definitely looking for any data suppliers that are out there, and if you have any ideas or you're willing to share your data and some sort of licensing agreement with us, um, you can reach out to that same you know info at Glacier um, Glacier.com email. And, you know, we'll reach out back to you and we'll be able to, um, you know, get you onboarded as a data supplier on our site. All right. Well, I have to thank Jonas again for coming on. Uh, this has been Glacier, one of the finalists of the Bronco Startup Challenge. All right. Yeah. Thank you.